it's one thing to say we love Jesus, it's another thing to live it out. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of The Cross with Faithful. I am faithful and I am basically the host of this podcast, along with the Holy Spirit of course. Today we'll be moving on with our series, A Christian Struggle With personalizing or living out my faith I honestly have to be honest living out your faith is probably one of the most difficult struggles one one of the most difficult struggles a Christian typically faces because being able to live out your faith involves asking yourself questions like what would Jesus do or what would God want me to do in this kind of situation should I act on the feelings I'm feeling or should I be led by the Holy Spirit and it is no denying that living out one's faith in the world we live in today can get extremely difficult be you a child a teenager a youth or even someone who's older living out your faith personalizing it is probably something that we all struggle with at some point in our lives so this is a reminder that you're not in the struggle sorry that you're not alone in the struggle but doesn't mean you should remain in the struggle i mean let's help each other and let's basically find a way to put this struggle behind us i guess maybe you have no idea how to live out your faith maybe you have no idea how to actually live for jesus maybe you read your bible you go to church but you just have no clue how your life is supposed to look as a follower of christ girl boy person you're not alone you're not the only one feeling this it can be hard to live for jesus it can be hard to know how our lives are supposed to be shaped or how it's supposed to look it can be hard to know how you know to do our jobs be great friends or you know scroll through social media while keeping a jesus mindset on at all times but living out your faith isn't impossible it's actually very very doable and this is because we have god's word we have god's word to act as a guide to act as a um an example from the life of jesus we can take out okay this is what Jesus would do in this situation. This is what he wouldn't do in that situation. But not just Jesus. We're able to take out examples for, from different men of God or women of God from their lives, basically. Learn from their mistakes so we don't have, so that we don't make such mistakes in our lives. You know. Because we have the Bible, we can claim spirits such as David's 
David was God's best friend. Like he was known to be a man after God's own heart. Because when he sinned once, he didn't do it again. When he praised God, when he worshipped God, he worshipped God with his whole spirit, his whole soul, his whole body. He didn't care if people thought he was mad because of the way he was dancing. He lived out his faith. He made his life reflect God. He made sure that people knew that he was serving God. When he sinned, not only did he um, make the sin hold him back, he moved on. He learned from his mistakes. He repented. Like, he repented, he fasted, he wore sackcloth until he was sure that God had forgiven him. And he never did it again. So because we have people, stories like that, which we, um, it's basically made easier for us to find examples of how to live our lives. And how to personalize our faith, basically. Our Bible text of major focus is going to be Galatians 2 verse 20. And it says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Hmm. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live. This is something some of us probably don't really understand. The lives we live now is no longer lived for the sake of ourselves or who we think we are. Our lives our lives are supposed to bring glory to God, supposed to honor God in everything. I mean, there's no sin. I'm not saying that okay, you won't get to enjoy your life. I mean, living for Christ has benefits, and pers- um, living out your faith doesn't mean you don't get to enjoy the life. Or you, it doesn't necessarily mean that okay, you're going to be going from one place to another, telling people or serve God like 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Do you understand? Like, living out your faith, definitely, it involves telling people about your faith. But it also entails living for Christ. And living for Christ is very, very enjoyable. Very, very fun in itself. Getting to discover Christ every day. Getting to discover how he sees you every day getting to understand and see the world from his perspective but the truth is we're dead you're supposed to be dead to your sin you're supposed to be dead to the worldly things that make your flesh tingle because we have been crucified with Christ we're dead to our past meaning that when we pray for certain things it should always be about God's will being done not about our will it should always be about 
um, God's glory being brought or being manifested, not for our own personal glory. Sure, do we get a bit of glory in it? Yes, but you're supposed to return that form of glory to God and just, you know, humbly be the vessel. And the life I now live in flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Because he gave himself for you, you give your life to him, and you no longer live. That's basically the explanation of the Bible text. Living out our faith is possible because of what Christ did, you know, on the cross. When he died, he basically made a way for us to no longer live for ourselves, but to live for something greater, someone greater. The lives we live after accepting Jesus Christ is one of faith and a bold surrendering, sorry, and bold surrender and obedience. Living out our faith is just striving to be more like jesus striving to show the world that you know we are his we belong to him and that you know we have a great message to share and for them to hear as well there are so many ways to live out our faith for jesus every day and we could talk about it like for a really long time But let's just, let's basically talk about five, I guess. The first one is, um, Philippians 2, 3, and the key is, sorry, the, um, the basic topic, I guess, the subtopic is, be a loving and humble friend. Be a loving and humble friend, that is one way to live out your faith Paul encourages us in Philippians to do nothing selfishly but to consider others you know better than who we are better than ourselves because we're not better than anybody this means that a mark of a Christian someone who lives out their faith is humility and honor always lifting others up lifting out Sorry, living out your faith also means being a friend who strives for humility and love over selfishness. There's so many times we want to be selfish. I mean, sometimes we even want to be selfish about the word of God. Sometimes we might silently judge a person and say, No, you don't deserve to know the word of God. And we try to keep it from them, but humility and honor nobody is better than anybody else you know so don't be selfish about the word of god don't be selfish about most things i mean anything actually be humble be someone who gives and be extremely loving we know the nature of Christ has to do a lot with love the second one is using your gifts 
and you can find this in first Peter 4 10. God gives us gifts like to different one of us to, to, he gives us different gifts and he because he gives us these gifts he also gives us the ability and talents that serve and build up the body of Christ in different ways. Living faith means using this talent, using these gifts, using whatever God has given you, you know, not forgetting it, but you know, using it for His glory. His glory and also for the world's benefits. Use whatever talent you have to bring people to Christ. To make them fall more and more in love with who Christ is and to also lift people up. The driving force behind using our gifts is that um, God's name would be lifted high. That is living out your faith. Because living out your faith means letting Christ live, um, letting Christ live through you, letting people see Christ in you. And one of the most amazing ways is letting people, um, giving glory to God by using your talents for Him. The third one, which is really important, speak life, not death. James, verse, um, James chapter three, or sorry, James three. Speak life, not death. When you decide to love and to commit to Christ, you you know we're committing to carry His Spirit around with us, and you can't tell me that the Spirit of God will literally insult and call people names and even bring like their parents their siblings their whole family into such arguments calling them all sorts of names you know carrying this spirit around us that can be seen by others because imagine something this scenario you've um, insulted somebody you've basically destroyed them and then what an hour later you walk up to them and you're trying to preach the gospel to them <laughs> do you think they're going to listen to you whether or not you have like oh the truth that you're trying to tell them at that point they're not going to listen to you because to them it's like how can someone who claims to be following Christ have said such it's easy to speak death it's easy to gossip it's easy to hate it's easy to say filthy things but God's children are called to speak life and life basically consists of anything that is true anything that shows love one of the simplest ways to live out our faith is to hold on is to hold our tongues from any negative speech and replace it with life-giving words. I mean, it's not I mean probably one of the easiest things actually. 
every time you want to say something bad i would say like get basically like a rubber band that you wear on your wrist anytime you want to say like a cost like a bad word or something that isn't speaking life into the life of somebody pull it like just pull it unless you just be like a cautionary thing that you do until you don't have to do it anymore The fourth one is to overflow with joy. Now, um, we did a topic about joy in the past. Joy is a happiness that isn't based on circumstances. It isn't based off on whether you've eaten, you know, whether you have money, whether you know your friends are being nice to you, your family is being kind. It is based or set on the confidence that is found in Christ, it's found in Jesus. The world can be very depressing. People are consumed by their immediate circumstances. But a really important and another way to live out our faith and show the world light is to simply be joyful especially like when life gets hard and things don't go our way we have an opportunity to demonstrate it imagine something terrible happening and there's just this peace that's still in you this contentment that sure it didn't work out but i believe that christ still has a plan for me everybody's going to be looking at you like wow but you really wanted that thing i like yeah, I did, but this just means Christ has a bigger goal for me, man. The respect. Do it by simply, you know, choosing to look beyond the immediate circumstances and serve someone else. You being joyful at that moment helps build the faith of another person because they've seen you go through a tough, a tough patch a rough patch and you were still joyful you were still confident in who christ is so they'd be able to key in and do the same as well now the fifth one is to represent the kingdom and you can find this in romans 12 verse 2 everyone is watching the world is watching Treat yourself like the main character. I mean, although Christ is the main character, but like, you know, treat yourself like the main character. People are watching, especially if they know that you're a Christian, a Jesus follower. You know, think about something. You know, as Christians, we carry the Holy Spirit. We are the walking image bearers of the person, or sorry, the being rather that created the whole world. So we have an obligation. I mean, don't think of it as an obligation. Think of it as a privilege, an honor to represent Jesus and to show up for him.
You can do this by waking up every morning and ask God that we become more like Him throughout our day. Saying things and praying things like, Lord, teach me how to be more like you. Teach me how to live the way Christ would live in my shoes. You know, it comes it all comes down to renewing our minds and dwelling on a higher purpose, uh something higher, someone higher. The the sooner we realize that it's really not about us, it's more about Christ, it's more about God, the easier it becomes to fully live out our faith. I really can't say oh it's going to the whole journey of personalizing your faith is the easiest one. But it's definitely worth it and it's definitely not something that you just do one day and that's it. It's something you have to do every single day of your life. Every day you wake up, every day you see somebody, every day you like choosing to let Christ live through you, choosing to let the Holy Spirit be present in your life and not just be a passive force. You know, it also comes down to learning to forgive people at the time you're supposed to forgive. Like at the time the Holy Spirit wants you to let it go. Making sure the sun doesn't set on your anger or even rise on your anger as well. Forgiving is something that is really hard, especially when it's really deep. But we know what Christ will do. Christ will forgive. So, try letting go of the mistakes people have made. Sure, it's probably really hard, but that's where the Holy Spirit comes in. Personalizing or living out your faith is just expressing your faith. Letting people see, not just hear that, oh, she's a Christian, okay. But letting people see that you are a Christian. Letting your actions speak louder than your words. From your actions, let people be able to see, let people be able to experience the love of God. And we were able to see the forgiving nature of God, the accepting nature of God. Personalizing your faith being means being the being the third will on your own life. I'm sorry, in your own life. Basically just watching what God is doing in your life and just being the vessel being the person who carries it out but letting God basically dictate everything else what you do, how you do it where you go to school, where you work personality of it also basically means asking questions like I'm sorry, saying things like 
may your will be done, may your will be done, may your will be done. You might want something else. <laughs> but it's like, may your will be done. Because at the end of the day, this life is very, very temporary. Temporary. And we aim for higher things. Don't just be a Christian in secret. Let people see that you're a Christian. Let them see it. And Christ has Christ will always have your back. Once he sees that you're living for him, he has you. You know. He has you. And he loves you so much. Each and every one of us, each and every one of you, regardless of who you are, who you were, and who you will be, He loves you. Dear Lord, we ask for guidance. We ask that you help us live out our faith. Holy Spirit, we ask that you direct us. You help us to personalize our faith. Help us to be Christians to be actual followers of Christ, to have the heart of Christ, to have the personality of Christ. We ask that you help us to show the love of Christ through the way we act, through the way we speak. And in everything that we do, we ask that your glory be brought. We ask that in everything we do, in the way we talk, the way we dress, in our actions, in our life, that people will give thanks to you, give thanks to your name, because may your name be highly glorified. We also ask, Lord, that you help us in every phase of our lives. We're extremely grateful for everything you've provided so far, everything you are providing, and everything that you will provide. And we ask, Lord, that you help us to make efficient use of everything that you've given us. Help us to become one with the Holy Spirit, to become natural best friends with the Holy Spirit you've provided. We also ask, Lord, that you help us to love people, to love them, and to show them the love that Christ gives. Help us to be full of your spirit at all times, to be full of life, to be full of joy, and to live in the spirit and in truth, and not in the flesh because we are in the world but we are not of the world so dear lord we ask that you help us to remember that help us to realize that you love us far more than we could ever imagine and that you will never stop regardless of who we are who we were and who we may be Thank you for everything. Thank you for this week so far. We ask that you continue to bless us, continue to provide for us, continue to be there for us. And help us to love you and to serve you in every way that we can. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I love you so much, but you know, God loves us all more. Like, 
Pillows are so much more and I will tell you in every single episode because the love of God exceeds every expectation, exceeds every form of love that you've ever experienced. This is way better and definitely we all should experience it. Once again, I am faithful. This is the cause we faithful. You can find you can find me on Instagram at the cost with faithful. That's the Instagram page. You can also email me on my email. Using my email rather. The email can be found on the Instagram page at the cost with faithful. So feel free to text me. Sorry to email me any questions, suggestions, or um. Um, topic that you'd like to be discussed thank you so much for listening god bless you have a blessed fruitful and full of faith week ahead amen